0: Doakily, doakily. let's put on our game faces. Game
1: on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation,
0: a Midwest Communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless.
1: You know, Bronco Nation, lately I've been struggling, like, with my purpose in life and everything.
0: Yeah, I know, you've got pumpkin, pumpkin spice over by your Kehrig. What's going on with that?
1: To be fair, we were going through a desk of somebody that recently quit. okay. A friend of mine still. Okay. Um, and he left a couple of boxes of K cups here, so we were like, "Well, you snooze, you lose. Finders keepers, losers weepers."
0: And do do you won't have to worry about me getting into that? I did try your. Was this the Espresso? Was that one of them?
1: Yes, the Bustello. Yeah, Cafe yeah. Now
0: I that I have here, and it's kind of tasty, actually. Do you all want to sponsor the show?
1: Please. Cafe Postello. (laughs) Somebody reach out to him. But getting back to my point, I think my purpose
0: in this life is to annoy Jim Lawless. It works. (laughs) It's bad enough. You know, I had to tee off on Oberman. What a... (sighs) I like Oberman.
1: I disagree with you there.
0: No, I don't like what he said about the World Baseball Classic. What did he say about it? Just because Jose Altuve broke his hand after getting hit by pitch, he's like, cancel the whole thing. Don't ever bring it back. You know what? I'm sorry. Every three years, this is fun. Last night's title game, it was compelling theater drama. The whole game had me glued to the TV. The ninth inning, two outs, top of the ninth. Shohei Otani versus his teammate, Mike Trout. It went to three and two. And Shohei threw a hook that trout went <sighs> ball game. Japan champions. Just like that.
1: You ready for me to uh burst your bubble? What? For one, people are more entertained by something that happens every three years than watching the sport on a day to or day to day or yearly basis, rather. Um Yeah,
0: considering considering 97% of all Japanese TVs yesterday were tuned into the ninth inning. That's Japan, not America. Yeah, I'm I'm saying ninety-seven percent.
1: But here's the thing the success and longevity of major league baseball has nothing to do with Japan.
0: I know so awesome that they like
1: baseball over there, but uh ninety five percent of the country over here couldn't give a bleep. Okay uh you want to know mistake number two that the world baseball <clears throat> classic does what playing it during march madness how dumb are you well not where else are you gonna put it somewhere else not in the middle of march madness where else are you going to put somewhere it? somewhere else jim i don't care not in the middle of march Madness. middle of winter yeah good luck with us hosting it who cares play it somewhere else i don't give a crap not in the uh, middle of March you, Madness.
0: You don't give a crap.
1: No, not in the middle of March Madness. Well, I'm sorry. Do you know how down attendance has to be? Nobody cares about baseball in March. They care about basketball.
0: Hmm. Come on. Hmm. Okay. All right. I, I I will totally ignore the fact that it was a near sellout in Miami for all of the games down there. I'll just ignore that fact that nobody cares. That it doesn't sell. Whatever. Whatever.
1: And I guarantee you there's other parts of the country it would not sell.
0: I mean, well, yeah. You it, have
1: the benefit of the Latin American community down there who love baseball.
0: Right. Well, tell that to the Marlins. Tell that to the Rays. They can't even get 10,000 people in their building. Once, you know, unless some big team comes to town. <clears throat> I'm not on sign <clears throat> side, I got, I got side saying
1: we need to cancel it or anything like that. There needs to be tweaks. You need to move it where you're doing it in the year. There's there's just tweaks that need to be
0: okay. Done. Well, I I will say this: it does put a spin on spring training. I will say that because you're taking away quality ball players that need to get ready with their team. But you know they're the the good side of it. They're thrown into a competitive atmosphere right away, so they've got their juices flowing. They're ready to go. That's that's in my mind.
1: You want to know my mind? What? Yeah, the, I know. Well, you're just gonna... the World Baseball Classic. Kind of, you know, lines up with in my life. The USFL, the XFL, doesn't move the needle. Not but even. It, not
0: even in the slightest. It doesn't move your needle. It doesn't. Well, the XFL and and the. Uh, The XFL hasn't moved the needle for me. I did check out a couple of games, but I didn't watch them start to finish. And one game I only had on for like a half hour. You know, I'm just checking it out. The USFL is coming up later in April for their start. And I'll check it out. You know, I'll see what they have to offer. I'll give them a chance. I'll try it for a minute. And if I like it, I'll follow it. If I don't, you know, that's the last we talk about it. Okay. Fair. Fair. All right. There,
1: it's just ah,
0: I don't need football all year round. Well, yeah, but if it works out, great. If one of those leagues really gets going, that's going to be a great place for the NFL to draw talent from as well, because that could be that could be the minor leagues right there. XFL, USFL, that could be your developmental for the NFL if it works out right.
1: We already have a developmental league. It's called the NCAA.
0: That's not a developmental league. That's college. It's developmental league for those who can't make it to the NFL out of college. They have a second or third option. They've had that before. It's called the CFL. (laughs) Yeah, who wants to go play football in Canada?
1: I mean, who wants to go play basketball in Europe? It still happens. It does, but... I mean, the G League isn't like some <clears throat> ringing endorsement. No. It took them a long time to figure that out. And it's not like superstars are coming from the G League. And they're not- If they're good enough, they're going straight to the NBA. And,
0: and what is it? The Grand Rapids, what, drive?
1: No, it's not the drive
0: anymore. What, what is it now?
1: Like the gold or something? Oh, the gold.
0: The gold. Yeah, the gold. Yeah, they don't draw well. No. Who wants to go watch semi-pro basketball? Some people do.
1: Hockey's different, man. Semi-pro basketball. It was like the Grand Rapids Hoops. Snore. Hmm. Snore. Okay. I do want to get your thoughts on something locally.
0: Okay. Remember we do, we do need to discuss tomorrow.
1: We do. Uh we got a big game, but this is fresh on my mind. Uh I talked about it on my afternoon show today on Hits 96.5. How are we feeling? <laughs> About this proposed arena. You and I talked about it right on this podcast about a year ago. Uh, I'm just wondering if you're still in the same place. I am on the side that says, why, why, why? So am I. Why do we need this? We don't need it. And here's my thing. You want it? Fix the one ways. For somebody like me that lives as close as I do to downtown, putting a new arena down there is going to cause havoc with traffic.
0: And where are you
1: going to park? Exactly. So and, there needs to be parking structures that come like I said you need to fix the one ways, make traffic flow better.
0: I just Well, the 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 one All right, the one ways are going away anyway. You got to fix them before might, you put the stadium stadium up? Well, the stadium's not going to be up for a few years. Just chill. It's going to take them a few years to get there. And it's not going to take, I saw your post. I saw you and Kathy going at it. It's not going to take away any of your tax dollars because it's all privately funded. That's all fine and dandy. That's I'm what cool they say it. right now. I'm cool with that. How did
1: district Detroit work out?
0: I'm. <laughs>
1: they did end up asking the public for money. If my
0: tax dollars funds this, I don't want it. Okay. Well, don't I, want I, it. I, I'm fair with that. I don't want it, whether it's funded or not. What's just, what's wrong with Wings are, Event Center? Wings Event Center expanded, you know, it, like 20 years ago, 25 years ago, something like that. Added the it's a beautiful added arena. The, uh, added the two rinks, etc. It does need work, and it could. And it could, I don't think so. It, I think it's a beautiful arena, and it could be expanded a little bit. But again, like I have mentioned, Wings Event Center doesn't sell out unless you color the ice. It seems almost. Or maybe opening night. But we're talking more of like the concert angles and stuff with this yeah. new place. Yeah, Who well, are you going to bring to this new arena that you can't fit in Wings Event okay. Center? Okay, I, w- I will say this about Wings Event Center. it is, It has been notorious in the past as an echo chamber. Regardless of whether it's full or not, depending on where you're sitting inside the main arena, sometimes it sucks it does
1: we have miller auditorium we have the state theater we're
0: we talk- don't need talk- this we <laughs> don't we're talking <coughs> we're talking bringing in like <coughs> oh excuse me i must be sipping the coffee too quick we're we're talking about like for, to bring in a concert for 8000 people prince on his, his 1999 tour sold out wings there were like 7000 packed in there because you know you had the you had the floor seating all the way across and then from and then you took out um it's like from like from the back line back yeah you know for the arena seating and Hootie and the blowfish when they played there I had great seats for that we but we had to sit up and closer to the stage kind of like at an angle but it was still cool and the sound effects there were great. A couple of guys that were sitting back said sounds suck and that seems to be a thing with Wings Event Center. My watch is telling me that I've completed one of my circles. My move goals achieved. Woohoo! Anyway, I mean if you
1: could show me that you could bring in a whole new level of talent as far as the concert side of thing goes, maybe I'd start leaning your way. But
0: now I'm not advocating for downtown there's one more thing that's going to have to go in if they put this in downtown structures parking structures Uh, well there's one more thing bypass no you're gonna have to build you're gonna have traffic is going to be a freaking nightmare in that area
1: so just don't do it
0: easy solution i I would love to say that easy solution okay now you guys know our sides of it you know, it's it's like the it's like the uh Ford battery plant going into Marshall. A lot of the people in Marshall don't want it. But then on the other side, you know, you flip the coin, that's jobs. That's a lot of jobs. It is. You know, and and that's the buffer there, you know. It's Yeah, okay. It's going to, even though the plant is located outside of Marshall or will be located outside of Marshall, west of Marshall, I should say. It's going to bring more traffic. It's going to bring more traffic. It's going to bring more people to Marshall. Correct. Which. A good thing. Which is a good thing, but.
1: The locals don't see it that way.
0: The locals like their little town. I know. With the fountain. The roundabout, you know.
1: I love Marshall.
0: I do too. That's why I keep going back.
1: Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with the convention center. I don't think there's anything wrong with Wings Event Center. I do see the angle of bringing more people downtown. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the Johnstons have talked with the city of Kalamazoo. Um, I'm sure they'd get breaks if they built because, of course, the city wants more traffic downtown. So I get all the angles. I get the other arguments for it. Just as a Kalamazoo resident, I just, no. No.
0: I I just don't I don't like the idea either. I've been here, <clears throat> you know, in Kalamazoo for 2
1: years, back in Southwest Michigan for 3 now. Um obviously the first year we were in COVID, but in the last 2 years really, I mean the biggest acts I've seen come through Wings Event Center Wiz Khalifa, maybe a few others. I mean who are you not booking that you could get with a new arena? That, that's my question, and
0: that's part of the problem with the Wings of Vet Center. I'm just saying, but but it, how how much bigger is this arena going to be? Do you see what I'm saying? Well, it's not going to be much. It's going to be You're a thousand. You're not going to add
1: enough seats. It's going to gonna be add. a thousand
0: more. And there's another thing I want to throw up there. Now, Dan Bartholomew is all on board with this um, because, and I will be. I, I agree with what Dan said that Bronco Athletics needs an upgrade. It needs more it needs more Involved. it needs more stuff to recruit. <clears throat> I guess if you're saying you know but here's my thing. <clears throat> because recruiting, look at what we're working with, you know, Waldo Stadium, University Arena, Lawson is Lawson is kind of like on the edge, but it could be better. And it's... and there are Mac schools that have much better conditioning um, programs. And, and, and things in place that we don't, but here's my thing because of
1: who's building it. Don't you think that's where the K wings would be playing? Yeah. So how are you going to, you know, <clears throat> pull your best magic trick and make that schedule work with the Broncos hockey schedule? Yeah, right. That sounds like a nightmare. Sounds fine and dandy, but when you actually put the brass tacks down and go to work, how are you gonna manage that? They play most of the same days mhm i just I think all of this is just big grand <clears throat> ideas, but that's what it is ideas. I don't think any of it makes any sense. I'll give you that I
0: mean, it's you know, just I, like I'm just bringing up dance you know I know a little bit I, of side of right. it, you
1: know. It's like Oakland University.
0: Their practice facilities are garbage. Now, we Lawson does need an upgrade. It does. You know, and, and does the university want to, you know, take that bull by the horns or not? That's just it. Or will they have a plan in place to go to this new arena, which they don't have to invest millions of dollars in to renovate?
1: It's going to cost them every single year, though.
0: Well, yeah, because of rent. Yeah, I guess. Of course. It. You know,
1: ice time. Like right. I just I don't know. Man. I, I
0: think I I think if I recall looking at one of the uh one of the um um one of the uh sketches for the new arena that I saw, I think hockey and basketball will have separate arenas so they don't have to throw wood down on the uh you know over the ice and all of that. So conceivably you could do a Bronco double header there, basketball, or even a triple header. Women at twelve, men at two. What's 30, wrong with University and Arena? And then, and then, uh, and then um, hockey right next door, literally. Instead of going down, I know. I, I'm just, I'm throwing stuff out there. That's all I'm doing. It takes the mystique of being on
1: campus, and I, don't, I just <clears throat> no, no. And like I said, you're not going to add enough seats. To go from bringing in like B minus B level talent as far as musicians go to bringing in A list, you're just not. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you, you're not. You're not gonna get Dua Lipa here. Right. You're not gonna get Taylor Swift here. Those are grandiose ideas. And I'm not throwing shade at B level talent. I like C level talent as far as musicians go, because I like the stuff that everybody else doesn't like. But to think that you're going to suddenly bring in this higher level of acts, come
0: on. Yeah. All right. Take, Enough of this. I'm changing subject. And I, I got one more little gripe ESPN's selection show for the NCAA hockey tournament. No, it's not the Frozen Four because you got to make Tampa. Then you're in the Frozen Four. Everybody keeps relating to it. Uh, the Frozen Four um, seedings are coming. No, the tournament seedings are coming out. The Frozen Fours in Tampa. Get it right. Boy, am I ornery today. But they had, but they had, they started the show with uh, 10 different schools um, outlined, um, showing um, the players sitting, waiting. They showed Western Michigan's um, team sitting over at University Roadhouse, which I didn't know because had I known, I would have gone over there. But um, they showed that, but then there was no reaction, no shots after that and the broncos were, were i was a little bit nervous because they didn't show the uh manchester region until last so i was like a little Ugh. what seed are they they are third seed in uh the manchester region um
1: i told a coworker this i believe on monday um I hate to say it, but you couldn't have gotten a worse draw. First round, you got to go play Boston U.
0: They're beatable. Yikes. They're beatable. They're beatable. They can score, but so can we. And we're not on our home ice right now, so think about that. Well, then
1: it's like, oh, your prize for winning, you've got to play Denver or Cornell.
0: Terrific. This This is what happens when you lose in the NCHC quarterfinals. You've got to cross that bridge at some point. You might as well, if we have to play Denver, might as well play them in the regional final. And you know there are some players that want a little revenge extracted from uh, that one weekend where we lost both, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm just cool with that. Here's the deal. Um, Broncos and Boston University – uh, tomorrow afternoon, 1.30 pregame, 2 o'clock face-off on 106.5 Jack FM. The game is also on ESPN2. And there is a watch party. Um, there are going to be a couple watch parties, I'm sure, but I, there's one that I know of down at, um, down at uh, Burdick's downtown. I believe Louise is doing something. Lou, I, yeah, that's right. Louise is as well. Fletcher's Pub on Oakland Drive will have the game up as well, and a lot of the hockey brethren that um, I see after home games go there. So, I'm sure they'll they'll have a a bit of a crowd there as well, not
1: open to the public, but I'm sure we will have a watch party here at work,
0: well, yeah, well yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have e s p n two right on that screen <laughs> where you have your Facebook page on right now. Do you remember last year we were in the lobby? Oh, I know, I know,
1: and then you come running out when they scored an o t and it's like, yeah, Jim, we're watching and listening, we know <laughs> <laughs> he's pushing his glasses up with a a particular finger. Yes, I am. <clears throat> Thank you.
0: Captain obvious. <laughs> you are brutal. You are brutal. I hope you treat your wife better. <laughs> um, no comment. That's probably a safe bet.
1: <laughs> but God,
0: this was, but this was a fun weekend. That was the, the, uh, the uh, round of 64, the round of 32, just channel hopping and checking out the upsets. Um, go FDU. Well, they're gone now, but that was fun watching Purdue crash and burn. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Well, no, it wasn't. I know why. <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't. I did not bet on that game. I am not in the business of betting on 1-16 and 2-15. And and of okay. I, I, Those games well, are completely you left, off the You board.
0: left Princeton alone? Come on.
1: Why would I touch that?
0: I don't know. I, no. I don't know, dude. I don't.
1: I ended the weekend about even, maybe twenty dollars
0: over. Okay, well then quit your bitching. I wanted to win money, damn it. You won twenty bucks. Shut it. That's not money. It's I'm twenty bucks up on Fire Keepers, and I never go in there. So I, bet <laughs> I bet every day. right. Uh, I bet every day.
1: While we are talking and, about the tournament, and
0: and to finish up, um, after after the Broncos hopefully win. Denver and uh, Cornell is the game following that.
1: When would uh, the next game be, say they move on?
0: Saturday.
1: Okay. Any idea on time or anything? I think it'll be an evening.
0: Okay. Yeah, it'll have to be an evening game because third place will play earlier. So. Um, I think they do a third place. No, they don't do a third place for regionals. No, they don't. Okay. Strike that. Forget it. Um, but it'll still be evening. Back to what I was
1: getting at, uh, Sunday's Michigan State Marquette game drew 10.9 million viewers on CBS, making it the most watched tournament game of the first weekend.
0: I'm shaking Tom Hizzle's hand if I ever see him. The guy can coach. I'm telling you right now, the guy can coach.
1: Yeah. I mean, terrific job. They couldn't guard a dead body during the year. They couldn't shoot. What are they doing now? They're shooting and guarding.
0: Have you not been paying attention? They do this frequently.
1: Uh, I still think they got to make the Elite Eight.
0: Who would they play?
1: Kansas State. You're telling me that if you beat Marquette, you can't beat Kansas State? It,
0: It should be set. should be. But then again, was Marquette a little overrated? No,
1: I don't think so. Very good team. You know, You want to know what I think lost him the game? Shaka Smart.
0: Yeah, he's not.
1: (laughs) He's so overrated. Mm -hmm. That VCU gig just, yeah. He went to Texas, flamed out. He's been really good at Marquette, but guess when he's not really good? March.
0: Hmm. I know of a few teams that are like that, a few coaches I could throw out there. Izzo is the exact opposite. He sucks during the season, and then come tournament time, we're in. Let's win. You and I talked about it. Good luck to Duke. (laughs) Where's Carolyn (laughs) at?
1: What did I watch?
0: I bet on that game. I know you did. What was that? Reality check. Whoa. John Shire. Not a very good coach. I I think uh, he got out coached. I think Duke. Whoa! In the uh, top of the basketball world. Done. I think those days are over.
1: I don't think they're ever coming back. Not with John Shire.
0: No. Whoa. Yeah. Well, North Carolina. You know, the ACC is just you know spinning out of control now. North Carolina isn't like they used to be. You know, it used to be North Carolina Duke. Yeah, but North and, Carolina and it, just made a run last and, year. And, and yeah, but where are they this year? Not there. Not in. 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 And <laughs> kind of like Michigan, not yeah. in. <laughs> kind of like the Big
1: Ten. You send how many teams and there's one left. Yep. It's crazy. Like, the SEC is probably one of the better basketball conferences out there. Now. It's not good enough for them to have football. They got to take <laughs> basketball too. Thanks. Bad. The Big 10 was bad. Yeah. I like Iowa. They need to launch Fran out of a cannon. Get him out of there. He can't make the second weekend.
0: You know, Indiana wasn't bad, but they're they're they f- they're I their, bet their game, too their, their game, their their game they lost. Yeah, that it was bad. It they showed they showed uh, zero fights. None. They showed their weaknesses. I'll tell you that.
1: And it's like Purdue. The fact that Painter hasn't been let go yet. I would have left him in Columbus and said, find your own way home.
0: (laughs) That was pathetic.
1: (laughs) I swear he starts taking quaaludes (laughs) as soon as the calendar hits March.
0: Why are you so on Purdue when you didn't bet on them? Or- because I'm a casual fan.
1: My brother works for them part-time. Okay. It was like, what in the hell? They, were, they, they weren't they were in the game from the beginning. To fairly Dickinson, who shouldn't have even been in. The only reason they were is because the team that they lost to in the conference tournament couldn't
0: go. And looky what happened.
1: Ugh. Matt Painter out of a cannon ass first into the sun. If he is still the coach for Purdue next year, yikes. I'm sure he will be. Yikes.
0: But Purdue, but Purdue is uh, Purdue has classically crashed many times.
1: That's fine, but to a 16 seed? That's a fireable offense, my friend. <laughs> He better follow it up with the title, kind of like uh, the guy out in Virginia did.
0: Right. That's true. Virginia, when Virginia lost that year, the next year they won the title. Correct. So, yeah. Tony well, Bennett. Okay. Well, there you go.
1: If he follows it up with another bad year, there's no excuse for him to be on the squad the following year. Okay. And like I said, as a Iowa fan. <clears throat> I want Fran McCaffrey gone so
0: bad. <laughs>
1: he doesn't really coach in March. He just screams at the ref. It's about all he does. And watching some of these games, it's just like constant complaining for calls and stuff. And it's just like, can we just play basketball? Right. For the love of
0: God. Well, players are doing it all the time and I, coaches. It's just like, yeah. what are we doing? I didn't foul nobody. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did.
1: (laughs) And I got to say, largely, the refereeing in these games, trash. Charges that should be defensive calls, defensive calls that should be charges. Literally no consistency. Yeah. And you really get a sense for when a game's over. Like I think I watched enough basketball and like my wife by the end of it was getting into it. She 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 was like that seven, eight, nine, ten minute mark, these teams that were down and they come storming back and then it balloons back out again. She's like, if they can't get it within like four or five by that point, you know it's over. And it's mm-hmm. like,
0: You're learning. I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. <laughs> so Yeah.
1: Well, because she wanted me to win money, so that's why she got into it. Because money means I can buy things.
0: You have a good wife if she's letting you do this. She does. Okay.
1: Actually, Saturday, she was gone Thursday and Friday for a wedding with a friend in Holland. Right. She came home Saturday. Halfway through the day, she goes. it was at night, actually. She goes to the bedroom and starts watching TV, and I'm like, don't you want to hang out with me? And she's like, well, I figured I'd give you your time and let you. Watch your March Madness. And I was like, huh? How many wives let their husbands do that? Uninterrupted. Unannoyed. Yeah. You're a
0: lucky man. No wonder you treat me like crap. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I'm in a relationship with you or anything like that, but God, come on. Oh gosh. Uh, that's okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you have a good woman. Uh, and I'm actually glad right now I have no woman.
1: Uh there are times that
0: <laughs> Okay, there are t- there are times, but it's not like it's on my agenda or anything like that. No. You no, know, what I'm <laughs>
1: saying there are times where I wish I were you. <laughs> no.
0: no. Here, here's my here's my battle plan. I'm just gonna hang out in places, and if I meet someone cool, if I don't cool, that's how it works. I'm good with that.
1: Usually, it happens when you're
0: not looking. There you go. Yeah, that happened. That happened to me uh, back in uh, back in '96. As a matter as a matter of fact, right after I started working for this very company for the first time, and that lasted nine years. And was I looking? No, nope. it happened. Yeah, you know,
1: take me, for example, I graduated college, got out of a long distance relationship, wanted to uh, just like a free agent, test the market, you know,
0: well, that's that's serious. That's called getting a dating app.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did plenty of dating for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met my wife at a radio internship and again, just thought it was going to be casual fun. And here we are almost a decade later. Sunk her teeth into
0: me. I don't want to know about your off time. That venom. (laughs) No dating apps for me. I've tried that. I've been down that road. Fail, 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 Mm, fail. Oh, and a fail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did I tell you about that fail? (laughs) Oh, I've heard about the fails. Oh, they're fails. They're failures. Uh failures that's okay <laughs> yeah fine with it yeah. they say two can live cheaper than one well yes and no yeah yes and no so you
1: know mm-hmm. um state getting back to basketball actually the first game of the sweet 16 tomorrow 6 30 um we got
0: arkansas yukon i want an upset Florida, let's get ri- Atlantic, let's, let's get Tennessee. Rid of Tennessee. Let's get rid of Bama.
1: Kick in them to the curb. Georgia and USC. That rounds out the four games tomorrow. And then the four games on Saturday, San Diego State and Alabama. You mean Friday? Yes. I would love to see uh, the Aztecs pull the upset. I've been a big San Diego State basketball fan for a long time. Actually, just the Mountain <laughs> West in general. Um, Houston playing Miami. Florida we have Creighton against Princeton and Xavier against Texas. Uh, looking at the eight games, I'll give you my leans as of right now. I am leaning Michigan State to cover.
0: Um, what is is state favored? You know what? I'll just. Let me, nah, hang on. I got DraftKings. I've got
1: all the odds right on my phone. Yeah,
0: I, I can pull up odds, too, on my CBS Sports app.
1: Yeah, but they're all conveniently laid out on this one. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, right here. As a matter of fact, uh, Michigan State's a a point-and-a-half favorite. Ooh. Ooh!
1: I don't know. I wonder if there's been any bridge crossing with that one, like if it opened up.
0: So if you want to really look at everything, and I will do that right now, um, Arkansas, UConn, Connecticut favored by four.
1: Oh, give me Arkansas all day. All Um, day.
0: Florida, Atlantic, and Tennessee um, Tennessee uh, favored by five and a half.
1: Not touching that. That's the devil's number.
0: UCLA favored over Gonzaga by a point and a half.
1: (sighs) That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see if there was any bridge crossing on that one, too. Uh, Hang on. I want to see.
0: Friday's games now, San Diego State, Alabama by seven.
1: There was a bridge cross in this one. Oh. Actually, hang on. Mm. Houston
0: favored by seven over Miami. Um, Creighton by 10 over Princeton. There's no big surprise there, considering you have, what, a six versus a 15. Uh, Texas by four over Xavier.
1: Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think KU, KSU opened plus or minus one. So that bridge has been crossed. Uh, that's tough. It might be KSU or pass as mm. much as I'd like to bet on state. Um could turn into a pick'em. It could. Uh San Diego State at plus seven and a half. That's hard to touch, man. Those inflated lines. It's like eh. Seven and a half with Miami and Houston. It's Houston or pass. Um, What was the Creighton line again? Uh, Minus 10. That's untouchable. I'm not touching double digit spreads. I think Creighton will roll and finally send the Ivy League boys home. But. Xavier, Texas. I'm surprised that it's four and a half. I think Texas pulls it out, but. That's kind of where I'm leaning right now. Obviously, okay. things have changed. I'd like to see if there's been any bridge crossing in the UCLA line as well. Um, but I think now Arkansas go, okay. might be the strongest play out of all of those.
0: Now, now, there are many that that probably listen to us and have no clue what you mean by bridge crossing.
1: So bridge crossing <laughs> is when a line will open. In the case of KSU, they opened at minus one. It has crossed the bridge and now it favors Michigan State. That's what bridge crossing is. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I knew there, that. And there was another thing that I had mentioned to you that I wanted to bring up this week as well. Live betting. So important. Some of these lines, not so great. Dirty, stinky rats. Watch the game. There were games where I got some teams like like I think UConn was at like nine and a half. I got them live at like four and a half. So it's like some of those inflated lines, you'll wait for the favor to go down early. And if it feels right, you pull the trigger. That's the thing. Don't ever live bet if you're not watching the game. If you're just looking on a screen on, you know, just watching the game flow, that's not enough. You it, need to watch <clears throat> the game and see if the team that's struggling mm-hmm. is actually in it. Because if right. they're completely out of it, you're going to be screwed.
0: If you had your bracket field fall apart early... Then if you're doing that with gambling, same thing. Exactly.
1: See? Exactly. See
0: how I tied that in?
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make a bracket this year. I didn't either. Not worth it. It just isn't. I just like to sit back and watch.
0: Now, as far as FDU's win.
1: Their coach went every, to Iona.
0: Every single first four should be a pair of 16s fighting no. it out to play a one. Every nope. single one should be. Nope. Yes. No. Yes. I'm not punishing those schools. You're not punishing
1: yes, them. Yes, you are. You're telling them, oh, good job getting in, winning your conference tournament, which is a feat in yourself. Now you got to play to actually get in. No. Make it all the 11 seeds and make them all power fives that stink.
0: The last 16 in. Why would you make an 11 seed do a play in? Because you didn't win anything. You got
1: in by the skin of your teeth. Like I said, winning a conference tournament is hard. Six. It takes a high degree of difficulty. 16 so you're gonna benefit.
0: Seed. A 16 seed is by the skin of your teeth.
1: Because they're a mid-major. You're going to punish so. a
0: mid-major?
1: No. No, that would be like punishing and it, Western. And it, and
0: it gives them it gives them a national showcase because no. they're the only game going at the time.
1: Nope. I'm punishing the power fives that didn't get an automatic bid because they didn't win their conference tournament, but they were just doo-doo enough to get in.
0: Well, you you just keep thinking whatever you're thinking, and I'll keep thinking whatever I'm thinking, and we'll just roll with it. I just I can't punish a small school. You worked your ass
1: off to get in. But then you're technically not in. Nah, screw that. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Absolutely not. Do I I want to punish schools that barely walked in? Like, how many mid-majors get an automatic bid that isn't for winning their conference tournament? Let me answer that for you. Not Not many.
0: None, actually. Hardly any.
1: And the ones that did get in? used to be mid-majors, and they're kind of in between still,
0: like a St. Mary's and other ones. Who play Gonzaga every year? Twice. Sometimes three times.
1: Congratulations. The rest of the teams in that conference, not very good. All I'm saying is I'm not punishing those schools. Okay, So... I would rather punish power fives that aren't very good and force them to get better. Okay. All right. That's kind of where I'm at, but mm-hmm. um, we got to talk about the Lions. Oh,
0: my goodness. It, the free agent, man.
1: Uh-huh. The second rated free agent underneath Lamar Jackson, which here's the thing. We talked about it.
0: Yep, yeah, and Lamar Jackson should never wear Honolulu blue.
1: Well, and here's the thing. I think there's collusion going on with the NFL right now. He has not gotten one decent offer sheet. But that's what happens when you want fully guaranteed money. Yeah. Owners yep. have to put that half a billion dollars in escrow, and it's like nobody wants to do that. And from what
0: I understand, he does not have an agent. No,
1: he's doing it himself. Mistake. Of course. But, um, hey,
0: it's his career. Have a good day. Drive safely.
1: But Tip it, your servers. It, it just kind of got lost over the weekend because of everything that was going on. And I'm surprised that more Lions fans aren't super happy about this because I listened to Veleni the other day and it's like, if this move happens like day one of free agency and they sign him to a $30, $40 million deal, nobody's batting an eye. But you got arguably the best defensive free agent out there on a mm-hmm. prove-it one-year eight million dollar deal uh-huh. i know it's
0: fully guaranteed
1: but here's the thing
0: it's a prove it deal
1: here's the thing if he plays well you're looking to sign him around thanksgiving Yep.
0: oh yeah absolutely
1: and and then signing
0: then and then he'll get hurt after that
1: yeah, anyway of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. but sign. But well s- you're the one that you're the one that digs the ditch every year if something's going to happen let's get the ditch ready for when it does
1: but signing the three guys you did it on your back end, it did two things. One, it's taken any possibility of you taking a corner in the first round. That's Goodbye. Right. Gone. Don't need it. Thank you, baby Jesus. Uh, number two, it puts Jeff Okuda on notice. Mm-hmm. You, You better play because you're basically playing to play, <clears throat> and at the same time, you're playing to stay. My thinking is continuity that kind of stuff. I know it's 11 million. They're going to pick up that 5th year
0: option. Okay. I am going to say this loud and proud. Did I or didn't I not months ago say that this would happen? Did I or did I not? I did. Free agents coming to Detroit. I called it. I called it.
1: Can I ask you something though? Does it alarm you at all? that CJ is on his third team at age 25. And I think if you say no, you're not grasping reality.
0: I haven't really I haven't really processed that.
1: But think about it. 25 years old, third team. That typically doesn't happen for somebody of CJ's caliber. Typically does not happen.
0: Must be a reason because of that.
1: I would assume so, so some of the things that I thought um You know, maybe he's a bridge burner, maybe he's a bit of a red ass and he rubs people the wrong way. Certain people, I think those things that make him a bit of a cast off from those other teams fits perfectly in Detroit because you need somebody with that attitude.
0: And he can be cultured to to harness that attitude. In a good way. That's right. See, it's all working out.
1: It's all working out. But back to Okuda, if Mosley plays well or CJ plays well, and that's the other thing with CJ, he could be put all over that secondary. Yeah. He can play safety. He can play corner. uh, He can play nickel. He could do a lot of things. He can play free safety. Whatever you need him to do, he can do it. So it's like Okuda better play well. Because let's be real. If he doesn't play well, He won't play halfway through the season. They'll just stop playing
0: him. No, no.
1: And they won't pick up the option and let him go. If he plays well, they'll pick up that final year option and most likely either trade him halfway through the year or let him walk the following season. Um, But I think it does a lot of great things. Most importantly, no cornerback in the first round. That that is step one.
0: Now, do you think about Using one of those two first round picks and picking up a uh, backup quarterback.
1: No, I'm not Good taking man. a first round pick. Good man. Not a quarterback. Good man. Good man. No, 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 no.
0: Well, there's talk about that now.
1: I know because fans are dumb. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And everybody's like, why hasn't Brad Holmes you know, picked up a backup yet? He's a smart man. Let him do his thing. You want to know why all of these moves are for now? They're not
1: for three years from now. They're not for four years from now. They're not for five years from now. Your window is this year and next, realistically.
0: Yeah. Last year at this time, I think you pretty much gave me gave me the look when I said, they'll be competitive next year. They may even win the division. Of course, you were giving me the, the eye when, when I said- This when they're one in eight, you were, you were giving me the eye when I called a 10-win season. Which That's al- when which, they were one in eight. Which almost happened. Which almost happened. Happened. You can try to get on me, but they were one and eight. They brother. were not one and eight. I can't. One and eight?
1: They started the season one and eight, did they not?
0: I thought it was two. Shoot. I
1: it was know. one and eight. Okay. All right. Yeah, all, you're I, right. Yeah, all you're I'm right. saying is it wasn't going good. Anybody that wants to trash me or anything, I was just going by what I looked at, and what I was looking at wasn't good. They turned it around. Give them credit. That's how they should have played all year. Like, if they played the way that they should have, who knows what would have happened. But you have to build off of it now. All of these boobs that are like, well, I'm worried about three, four, five years from now.
0: Knock it off. Yeah, the rebuild's over. It's done. We're now building to win. Yes. We're not building to rebuild. We're building to win. These are moves that we watch other teams make. Mm -hmm. Now your franchise is finally
1: doing it. And we're talking about taking a quarterback in the first round. What in the F are we doing? It's not a win now move. And this, your first five picks that are in the top 100, those players need to play day one, Yeah, especially the players at six and 18. Those two need to be on the field day one. I'm saying it right now, trade up, take your 18th pick, trade up to 4 and take Will Anderson. That would be wow. Or wherever Arizona is, 3 or 4, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Trade with them, get Will Anderson, be done with it. And then what are you giving up? You yeah, the 18th and the 6th no, pick. Well, you're giving those two things up. To get Arizona to go back two slots, you're going to have to give up that 18th pick. But I don't care if it results in Will Anderson. Cuz you know what you need. At six or wherever you end up picking in the top ten, somebody that kills people, that hurts people. That's what you need. Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Get one of them.
0: Will. Yes. I'm starting to fall off the Carter bandwagon. I got you on the wagon. I got you on the I'm starting to fall off the Carter bandwagon. I know. I
1: got you on the Will Anderson wagon. Somebody oppo hutch. Here's And here's the thing. We've already bolstered the the back end of the defense. You make this front seven even stronger, who cares about the back end? Look at San Francisco. Their front seven is so good, they've got no names in the secondary. This is what we're doing, guys. Romeo Cora takes a seven million dollar pay cut. I mean nine million. It's easy because he would have gone to play in Canada or something because no other team would sign him. But
0: that's another body on my front seven. And and that's part of my thought process last year where players will want to play in Detroit. Players want to stay in Detroit. And the guy took a pay cut to do it.
1: And now watch, they'll go out season. Out next season and trip all over their ding dong. Oh, shut it! There is that. This is why.
0: This is why. Why why don't you have a ditch dug in here for crying out loud? I can go jumping in every week. It's. I'm a realist, man. I
1: can see it ending. Yeah, you're really pissing
0: me off. Is what it is. I'm trying to be
1: optimistic, but I think there is that little part that's been damaged. That's like this thing's gonna go sideways. Do I think that's going to happen, Jim? No. I think they've done enough and they're doing enough.
0: But, yeah, you have to play, quote, devil's advocate, end quote, and and throw that out there. To put myself in a
1: situation where I'm not going to get hurt. You don't have to listen to it, whatever. I just need to put myself mentally where if it happens and they play really well and they make the playoffs and they win the division. I mean, you're at, like, plus 140 huh? to win the division.
0: You, you've been a Lions fan all your life, right?
1: And all they've done is disappoint me.
0: That, so you should be used to it. <laughs> but that's
1: that goes to why I play devil's advocate, because I am so used to it that a part of my brain says this is too good to be true.
0: Yeah. Diehard Cubs fan, look at how long I waited and look through the crap I went through, 1984, 2003. Yeah, but I'm at used least to you made it close. I'm used to disappointments. But you got close. That's
1: the thing with the Lions. They've never been close. Yeah. they. What, it, 1957? That
0: doesn't count. 1991.
1: Congratulations, you won one playoff game in the last 50, 60 years. Good for you. The two times that I they went when I was alive, since 1992, they lost.
0: I'm just speaking facts, Jim. I know, but you depress
1: people. I'm not trying to be depressing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. I've never been this excited for for football, especially Lions. And
0: he's still digging the ditch. I'm not digging the ditch. He's I'm having just, it ready just I, in case.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You've been hurt before by this team. You already know it. And I'm not ready to get hurt again. Oh, come on. You know, if they, if they go down in flames this season, I'm just going to say, huh, another year. If they go down in flames, I may never watch them again. Or bet on them. We
1: talked about that. You don't <laughs> bet on your own team. And with that, uh, want to thank our one remaining sponsor, Sweetwaters. I actually have a Homer Simpson sitting in the studio here. You do. Right Where,
0: where's Where's the uh, cheat sheet? Did you lose it already? I think so. <sighs> Donut make you smile? <laughs> I had to come through with that. Um, one thing. I, I, I do need to mention this. This is from the uh, Kalamazoo bowling community. Um, Monday night. Yeah, Monday night, I do believe. Yeah, Monday night in the uh, Big 12 League at Continental. Brendan Kosanke and his dad, Ryan. I used to bowl with Ryan. And uh, I used to work with Brendan um, a couple of years ago. Brendan shot an 800 series. And I think he shot three Bills also. Mm-hmm. Or either that or his dad did. But I, And on the same team... His dad, Ryan, shot eight bills also. Wow. Nuts. And he had a 300 in there. In fact, in fact Ryan's was 866.
1: There goes all our listeners. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever.
1: You bust out bowling and they're like, yeah, check hey, please, waiter. Hey,
0: well, we're at the end anyway, so I might as well kick them off early. Uh, but I I, I just want to say that. I want to say congratulations to both. Um um, you, you can't, t- that's a father son thing, man. You just can't touch that. That, that could be national news, but you know, oh, well.
1: Uh, Sweetwater's donuts, also a family affair. If you didn't know, uh, the owners are great. They've done a lot of work with us. Uh, check about sweetwaters, Uh, they got locations here in Kalamazoo, two of them stadium and sprinkle. And I say it every time. The fact <clears throat> that they're on sprinkle road is just perfect. Uh, and then Capitol Avenue in Battle Creek.
0: Corner of Capitol and Beckley.
1: You got it right by the I-94 interchange.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that intersection kind of sucks once in a while, but especially getting off the freeway Capitol. It's not Cause great. Because you, you, be- you have to turn on the Beckley and then, you know, and trying to negotiate that at 3, 4 in the afternoon can be a challenge sometimes.
1: And for those that don't know, I w- worked in Battle Creek before I came here to Kalamazoo, so I know both cities really well. Um, Remind everybody
0: tomorrow's broadcast. 1.30 pregame, 2 o'clock faceoff, uh, 106.5 Jack FM. If you're commuting to a watch party, then when you get to the watch party, you'll be watching ESPN 2.
1: Uh, if they win, when is game two?
0: Game two is Saturday uh, time. I don't have on me at the second, but I might be able to pull it up on the CHN app. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Manchester final actually it'll be four in the afternoon yeah okay yeah. I could you know I like that okay I like that It, 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 it yeah I I really like that gives me Saturday night free <laughs> anything else you got um, outside of you being ornery and throwing the lions down the ditch that you probably already dug, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not good, especially after that comment. But I should just let it go. You let it go. Let it go. <laughs> go Broncos. Uh, go State. Tomorrow going to be a big day for uh, the state of Michigan.
0: Yes. Put some pucks in the net, guys. Do it.
1: And some balls in the hoop.
0: Well, for you because you, you know, you don't play the brackets, but you, I you might, play. I
1: might, might have to do some betting on college hockey.
0: <laughs> don't bet on. No, yeah. do not.
1: It's like not paying running backs. We do not bet on our own teams <laughs> paying running. Back. And with that, we leave you.
0: Um, Okay, so did did you like the Montgomery deal? We talked about this last week. No. I do. I do. (laughs) We do not pay running backs. Keep it up, and we won't be paying broadcasters either. See you, bye. (laughs) Uh, Goodbye.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.